What's up, guys? I'm back, man. This is Pauline Theologies, Daily Devo. I'm Paul, and uh, we're about to continue on our study through Judges. We ended last week on a powerful fact that God moves, that God moves sovereignly even through our wrong decisions. And that's powerful. And so now we're going to continue to see how God moved through that situation with the woman he thought was right in his own eyes and how he began to deliver the Phil or deliver the Israelites from the Philistines. So if you haven't read Judges 14, 5 through 20 through the rest of uh, the rest of chapter 14, go ahead and read it. Stop right here. You know, shut it off. Read it. Come back. If you have, let's continue. So what we talk about here is four things. Every time we look at the scripture and we say, what does the scripture actually say? Then we say, who is God in this? And then and then the second thing is, what is man doing? Who is man? And then finally, we see how we can apply these truths that we learn about those things to our lives. So let's jump into it. What happened? We got this cool story, man. I mean, right after um, after Samson told his parents he wanted that girl he saw, he said, boy, she was looking right. She was looking right in my eyes, man. Well, they go down to Timna to, to go get her. And so on his way down there, I guess somehow him and his parents got split up. But when they did, it says that um, Samson or actually it says a lion came out and roared at him like, Rawr, you know what I'm saying? And then Samson took it and he said he used his bare hand and he ripped apart that lion like it was a goat. Now, first off, I, you know, I don't know about you, but I can't rip apart no goat. But still. You know what I'm saying? He said he ripped apart that line with his bare hands. I take a picture of him like grabbing, you know how you grab the mouth of something and you just, whoosh, he just snaps that thing in half, bro. And he did that. And then he kept on walking and he went down and had a little party. It says it's like uh, the the way that the people do. And then he came, he comes back home, right? And on his way, he passes by and he sees uh a uh the body the carcass of the lion inside it was some honey actually bees and then honey and he pulls out the honey from the bees you know and then it says he takes it home to his his parents and lets them eat it and they're like oh that's delicious i mean they like son where you get this good food from and they're like uh we ain't telling he didn't tell him he you know he's like i ain't gonna tell you he, he, he ain't saying that but he didn't tell him and uh and that's kind of fishy that's kind of wrong because the eating that that um, that food that he ate is against God's law. It says you don't touch unclean animal. And so for him to pull that food out of that unclean animal is breaking his vows as a Nazarite. And then also causing uh, his family to just be unclean because that is not how they're supposed to be living. They're not supposed to eat things from dead animals. So that was, that was a bad move on Samson. But anyway, as Samson goes down, he has this party with his buddies, right? Uh, Cause that's the custom. It's like all the young men, man, they throw huge, lavish feasts, especially when he's getting married. And so he does so. And when he's there, he says, "I'm gonna riddle you something." He's like, "Riddle me this, man. If you answer this riddle, then I'll give you thirty clothes, man. Change clothes, fine linen. But if you can't answer it in, I think, seven days, he said, you gotta hook me up with all that stuff." They's like, "All right, tell us this riddle, bro. Tell us this riddle." And so he told him the riddle. He's like, uh, well, what did he say? He says, uh, what is strong or comes out of the strength of a strength man is strong. I'm not sure about the riddle, man, but I know uh, it's in the scripture. So go ahead and check that out if you want to know the riddle for sure. He tells him that riddle, though. And then the people, the, the, the guys that they had, 
they go and they talk to his wife and they're like, hey, do you want us to die? If you don't tell us what uh, that riddle is, we're going to burn your house with your father in it, man. Like, dang, bro, they serious about this riddle and about uh, about hurting the wife of Samson just to get to this. Well, she's crying to Samson. She's like, man, you don't love me, man. You hate me. You hate me, baby. You hate me. You don't love me because you ain't told me the riddle. Samson's like, dude, I ain't even told my folks the riddle. I was like, why would I tell you? I ain't even told them. And it says she kept pushing him and pushing him, nagging him, you know what I'm saying, for seven days. And then uh, uh, he finally got too nagged out and told her the riddle. And then the people, right before the sundown, it says they went and they talked to her and find out what the riddle was, the answer. And so then they go back to Samson, and they were like, Samson, we got the answer, bro. He says, what's uh, sweeter than honey? And what's stronger than a lion? And Samson's like, oh, man, it's because you messed with my woman, man. He literally says, it's because you plowed my heifer, man. He's like, you would have never got that. And so Samson got mad. It says that the spirit of the Lord came upon him. And he went down to Escalon. It says he took out some of them fools. He got their garments and brought it back to him, man. The spirit of the Lord, whoo, said came upon him mightily. And he was able to defeat these Huge amounts of, of soldiers, men, in the city of Escalon. And uh, took the plunder, which was the clothes, and gave it to the men. And then after that, he just took off, man. He said he just went back home. He went back home to where his, his folks was. He left his wife. And then it says, then his wife was given to his friend for marriage. And we end right there. <laughs> it's a crazy ending. But... That ending is going to have some ramifications is because this whole thing builds up. This whole thing with, with uh, Samson and the Philistines is just going to continue to build up more and more and more. And we'll see that. But what about this episode here? What can we learn about God? Well, I think something that's important that I haven't actually talked about from before, because we've seen the spirit of the Lord says it came upon certain people at certain times during this. It came on. um Gideon, it came on, uh, I keep trying to think of Abimelech, but it's not him. It came on Jephthah. And so, uh, yeah, we see now that it comes upon Samson. And so the spirit of the Lord, the, the, the Holy Spirit descending and, and coming upon men is a little different than it is today. And we see that. It seems like uh, for the, the people of the Old Testament, it came upon certain people in certain ways. To accomplish certain tasks. You see, all of the people that seem to have received the, the Holy Spirit that we've read about were judges, governors of those cities that were taking upon enemies that stood against the people of God. And so God would put his spirit upon that certain person to be able to overcome the enemy. And, and that's not how it is now. And so what we see is that that God uses his spirit. He gives his spirit to certain people in certain ways at that time. But we also see that God uh, uses his spirit so that we can accomplish certain tasks. We can see that we can do amazing things, amazing things through the power of God. It said that the Holy Spirit came upon Samson mightily as he ripped that lion in half, man. That's an amazing feat that couldn't have been done, but it was powered by the Holy Spirit. What do we see about man? What can we see or find out about man in this? Well, I think is we do whatever we want to do without regard 
for God, his laws, and for even the, the safety and the well-being of the people around us. I think that's the nature of man is sometimes we desire to do what we want to do and, and we do it. And that's something that we see in Samson's life here again, like the Philistine woman. He wanted to marry this Philistine woman, which is against the, um, the, the, the law because he's going to draw him into idolatry. And then here again, he's touching things that are unclean. And then not only does that without regard for God's law, because he's a Nazarite and he made a vow, but also without regard for his family. He doesn't tell them where they got it. So they don't have a decision in the matter of whether they want to sin or not. They're just actively participating in sin because Samson is causing that. And so I think that's what we do. We actively put people in participation of sin sometimes with the actions that we do. And we say, it doesn't matter, man. It's not hurting them. But it is. It is. So what should we learn about this? What, what should we know or how should we apply these truths to our lives? Well, I think the first thing is that we should rejoice, okay? Rejoice that the Spirit of God has come upon all of us. That God has made a way in which we can all receive the power of the Holy Spirit to live lives with purpose. You see, in the Old Testament, it says that God gave his Spirit to certain people to accomplish certain tasks. Well, now he's given us all his Spirit to accomplish a certain task and empower us to live lives fully for him. So we should be praising God for that. We should be thanking him for that, being overjoyed that we get to be filled with the spirit of God on a daily basis. So then the second thing I think we can apply is then let's be filled with that spirit. Let's use that spirit. Let's walk with that spirit to live out love to the people around us. You see, Samson, man, he used that spirit to accomplish his task for his own ways and then even cause others to stumble in their life because of what he's done. But us, we should use the spirit so that we can help others to grow and to be living full lives for the glory of God. Man, I thank you guys for listening. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys in the next episode as we continue the Samson saga.